Whether you're just looking to stay warm during a hunt or need maximum concealment, the clothing you wear can make or break a hunt. At MidwayUSA.com, we understand hunting clothing has come a long way with more meticulously crafted camo patterns, advanced scent control technologies, and weatherproof options to withstand the elements. Hunters have to wait until their favorite season, but shouldn't wait on gear, which is why MidwayUSA offers super-fast shipping. When you're ready for your next system, log on to MidwayUSA.com. The 1911 is one of the most iconic firearms in history. Designed by John Browning, the 1911 was the standard-issue sidearm of the U.S. military from 1911 to 1985. While Colt produced the original, almost every major firearm company has produced its own version. It's wildly revered for its reliability, crisp trigger, and is still a favorite for all types of shooters. Whether you're looking to buy or build a 1911 and just about everything for guns, log on to MidwayUSA.com. Guys, we're always looking for more snacks on the trail, and now we have them. Hobble Globbers are out, guys. Raw turkey treat bites that are power. They're going to power you up. They're going to get you going. But not. What's really amazing about the Hobble Globbers is not that they're made of turkey and they're raw and they're, you know, going to sit in your pocket for hours before you eat them. It's what. It's it's who made them. They're made by Snickers Candy Department, not the Power Bar Department. So check it out on the candy aisle. Hobble Globbers. Carl endorses this. Thanks. Guys, what's going on? This is Derek, and with me today is the only man who thinks hydrating himself consists of swallowing his own tears on the trail, Carl Mandrioli. I guess that would kind <laughs> of be hydrating yourself, you know? But, it is, yeah. That's actually not a bad idea You know, in a it? moment of need, right? Well, you, you shed yeah. quite a few, so you should be fine. A lot of tears. A lot of tears when I hike with you, for sure. So Tears, tears of joy. <laughs> with me today is Derek Somerville. He's a man who once saw a right triangle resting on a sit pad under a tree, and he thought, wow, 90 degrees in the shade? You feel that? I want you to, I want you to not edit out that awkward <laughs> pause, because that was intentional. <laughs> I once saw a right yeah, triangle. Yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> you know what? You're starting strong this year. Yeah. I thank say. you. Thank you. You're well, you're starting strong with hobble globbers. Hobble Globbers, baby. Yeah, I like the name. Can't differentiate power bars from energy bars. Still struggling with that. Nice. Power bar, energy bar. And you're still using, you know, corporate America to to define. There, I was waiting. I was waiting for you to use the term. I had it written down here. He's going to say something about corporate America. Can't decide things for himself. Has to have the stores and corporations decide how to categorize things. Mm, That's, that's, yeah, that's that's true. Yeah, right. Very true. Getting to today's episode, sit pads and other useless items. We've got, I don't know, how many, what percentage are gonna, are, the, are gonna offend some folks that actually bring this stuff? 100%, 100%. All of the items are gonna offend people, no, no. Cause I don't trust your list for that. I I think mine will offend, well some are gonna offend small amounts and some are gonna offend bigger amounts. I've seen all these things on my list on the trail. Okay. And yeah. I've definitely seen most of them, and one's been mentioned on our show before as a, uh, yeah, kind of a controversial item. So so I think mm. this will be good. We've got okay. also coming up, well, yeah, we'll set the ground rules for this here in a moment, but also coming up, this is new this season, something that hasn't happened before. You, you want to bring your grandma on the podcast? Grandma loves the outdoors. You know, she loves uh, just talking, chatting, and I thought, you know, 
Why don't we ask Grandma a couple questions? Now, okay. let's keep in mind, she's I think she's 92 now, 93. So okay. sometimes she gets a little confused, but, you know, she she thought it would be fun. So I thought, you know, let's have Grams on. We'll see, we'll see what happens. All right, so she's going to she's gonna pop on uh, later on in the episode. And this is, yeah, this is like a Derek idea. We'll see where it goes. We'll see. A Derek idea. So I'm skeptical in case like, you can't tell. Is it like if it bombs, like it's my fault? Is that? It's that yeah. Means? It's more of my my lack of self esteem is is coming out there. Where yeah, exactly. If it bombs, then blame Derek. <laughs> You're well. I, I think it'll be fine. We're just talking to a sweet old lady. I don't. Yeah. I don't think it'll be a problem. No, no, no. Oh, I'm sure the conversation will go fine. I haven't met her before, but I'm just yeah curious about the entertainment value of my grandma. Oh, well, yeah. I guess we'll find out. We'll find out. Yeah. Okay, Ephesians 2.10, for we are God's handiwork created in Christ Jesus to do good works, which God prepared in advance for us yes. to do. Mm. Yes. Mm. We have a greater purpose, greater mm. than backpacking, greater than this podcast. What? And if you, Yeah, and if you feel like you don't have one, please reach out. We're happy to talk to you about it. But for the purpose of this episode, we have found things that are actually like unpurposeful. They're actually straight up useless. Derek... Mm. Is it hard to find things that are useless in your life? <laughs> <laughs> I love how you word these questions for me. Is it hard to find things that are useless in my life? Um, yeah. No, I'm sure you could find some things. Well, I'm sure if I examine your life, you can find all sorts of things, but I'm asking you for self-reflection. Are we talking like little things? Like, do I need three toothbrushes? You know, like, do I need those? <laughs> do you have three toothbrushes? <laughs> I got, well, I spread them out. I got one in the shower. I got one in the bathroom. I got one, uh, I think I got one in my car, actually. Okay. So, you You're know, committed to clean teeth. Shower, bathroom, car. You know, I mean, who doesn't like to feel fresh? I know I do. So, um, <laughs> are there excess things? I don't know. I mean, I try to trim the fat. Like, we've talked about this a little bit before. I try to... Yeah purge unnecessary things i was just looking at my closet today thinking like i don't need a lot of this stuff in here let's let's start the process right. so um okay. but it, it you know it creeps up it piles up as you know what right. about you you got a lot of you have like way too many socks oh yeah probably right not, not socks but i have well probably that too but i have yeah when you have a family then mm. it's a battle it's a battle it There's is a, not that it's always the husband it could be the wife doing this but yeah, yeah. my yeah. strategy is to just get rid of stuff secretly that's and what I then did. probably like one out of every five items I'll actually hear about it, and then I'm just like, yeah, I, don't I guess yeah. I, I, I guess I guess we could have used that, but it's <laughs> worth the other. It's worth it. Like that percentage is worth it in my mind. What? Okay, because <laughs> I, I would do that too. Like, oh, you know what? We haven't played with these toys in a while. Toys is the big one. Toys you know, is the like big I one think sure. we could slip this in the in the goodwill, and uh, nobody would know. And then I do hear about right. it every blue moon. But how long are you waiting in the toy department to keep? kids toys before you start ditching six months uh, what are we talking about a year so so my strategy is to put them to like hide them in the garage and then I, if after a couple months i haven't heard that they're missing them then they go away wow that's harsh yeah we're, we're going down a rabbit hole that we should we should climb back out well, of that's that's an important and one. let's get to the list let's get to the list all right why don't you start get, these are good you questions it's a good, it's a good conversation and i like the questions i think we should we could say that for another time though okay but, so now you had a list that was like you had, a, you had a list that was and before we start you said you had a list of things that we're not going to talk about but that are clearly right useless items all right. So for those that have been listening to us for a while over the past, I don't know, I guess three season three, season four, we've definitely brought up things like the buff, things like Ooh. the, you know, 
the carabiners or other pack ornaments or the footprint. So mm. those, if you simply cycle back to some older episodes, you can hear the rhetoric and the feedback we've gotten about those items because we've certainly gotten a lot. Yeah. Or I guess I should say I should say I have gotten a lot. You you're just kind of playing the fence on the on those, but no, no, I don't I don't care about those. You hate Nalgene's, okay. you hate footprints, you hate Foot, yeah, Nalgene's. Yeah, these are things that we're not going to rehash. Carabiners. So we're, we got so we got a new fresh list, and here's mm. the criteria, Derek. Okay, I'm hoping you agree to this. Is these are things that a fair few folks actually bring backpacking. Yeah, and you or I or both of us think are downright useless. Please yes. stop bringing these. Yes, it's a waste of space. It's a waste of weight in your pack correct. or both. Correct. Now, are we talking like a? We're not talking a long trail. We're talking like a what three to four day trip or whatever, right? Two to four day trip. Yeah, I think you could probably make the case for both scenarios. Okay. Well, I, I don't know your list, but that's. Just I'm going to say we could, but we'll see. Okay. I think I think well, one you could maybe bring, but I don't know. We'll, we'll see. All right. Well, I'll start off this time because right. right in the title, I've got the sit pad, right? Yeah. The sit pad has grown in popularity probably in the last three, four years, and more and more folks bring them. And I think the sit pad is fine so long as you're not doubling up and bring a chair as well. That's That was yes. kind of my right. hypothesis. Okay. Right. Yeah. So if you need to take a break and sit down while you're waiting for folks at the trailhead, you're eating lunch, I just say get the chair out. Enjoy yourself. Relax. Mm. Mm. Right? Mm. And if you just are like, well, I just pull a sit pad out all the time because I'm just taking sit down breaks all the time. Then I say, keep hiking, keep going. That's what you say. I guess That's my I my only argument to that for the for, to play devil's advocate would be, you know, let's say I I don't want to get the chair because my chair is like buried in my bag and I gotta un, I gotta unpack it and f, un, you know put it together a little bit. What if right. I know that you guys are behind me? I'm like way ahead. I'm at the junction. I want to just pop the pad out and sit down. I know it's only gonna be like ten minutes or less or whatever. Mm-hmm. Do I want to get the chair out and do all that and then have to put it back away? Not really. No, and I think for that reason, I think mo- oh, this is a good question. Do most people have the chair more accessible? Mm, I'm going to say I'll no. I'll tell you what. If you don't, then you're ditching the sit pad. I think you should. Now, I think another common argument you would say against the sit pad is it just weighs like a couple ounces. Mm. Not that big of a deal. And for right. the sit pad, I don't think it's about the weight. I think it's about the bulk. And it's just the extra items. And, and just in our more recent episodes, we've, we pointed out the more stuff you bring – the less, you know, the harder it is to kind of cycle through stuff and right. Yeah, it's just more it's just more this, you know, one fewer item to bring. So, that's that, my thought. That's really not pivotal, right? I mean, that's what we're really getting at. No. Is, is like you don't really need it. I mean, honestly like I'm a fan of like my 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 chair is kind of buried in the pet in the bag. I think I've maybe gotten it out on a break I don't know, once, twice, ever. It's just, it's kind of annoying to pull it out and put it back in. Right. So I, I'm always a fan of like nature provides, but honestly, like if I know I'm going to take the pack off and sit down, I'm going to like try to stretch or or something like that if I'm going to be waiting for like five or 10 minutes for people. Are you going to stretch on the sit pad? No, I'm going to stretch. I'm going to find right. a log. I'm going to find a rock. I think, I think you can make it happen, but. Your scenario of like 10 minutes or less, I think is reasonable. Is a rock or a log... Or even just like sitting on the ground, leaning up against a tree for under 10 minutes. Is it that uncomfortable? No, it's not. That's the point. Right. I okay. think we've gotten a little soft, Carl. I think we've gotten a little soft. So I'm going to agree with you on the sit pad. But if, really? you're, okay. if you're only bringing a sit pad, by all means, have at it. But I that, agree with I think you. Is all, if you can get away with just the sit pad, then you are, you're shaving some pa- you're shaving like a pound right there. But so like, let, let's, let's be honest. So when you get to camp and you have that back support, that's, that's a game changer. That's huge. I love it. So I was at REI today, and they're 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 putting out more like lightweight stools 
mm. which I think I didn't look at the weights, but I think there's, it's meant to shave a little bit of weight off the, the straight up chair yeah. and uh, not as good. Not no. as good. Back support. No. Huge. After yeah. a long day, so, you want it. Sure. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I, I would, What's I would yours? Uh, my first one is the uh, sleeping bag liner. I, I don't, I don't really, uh, I just, I hear <laughs> sleeping bag liner and I'm like, I don't, why? Like you spent all this money on an amazing sleeping bag. You yeah. should be layering your clothes appropriately and bringing just enough clothes. You should know the weather to a degree uh, ahead of time um, well enough to know. Sleeping bag liner is just like extra bulky, cottony space you're just taking out of your pack and it's it's just we've talked about the liner for like a cold weather option to increase your pack your uh sleeping bag by five degrees okay but are you talking about summertime um if we're talking about summertime no you don't i don't i firmly this is a no for me like i think there's so many sleeping bags that are gonna get the job done and how many times have we been out with like shorts and a t-shirt or like light pants and a, a long sleeve shirt at night or whatever i don't know it just seems like a waste. But if you're going to go somewhere super cold, that might be a different story. No. I'm with you. I'm with you on this, except that you said mm. that you've seen people bring the liner. Who? What do you mean who? Summertime not liner? On, not, who? On our, not on our trips. Okay. But out on the trail, um, yeah, I've seen people. And I, I, I will say this. I thought somebody packed one on the outside of their pack two times. I think mm-hmm. I saw that. I wasn't exactly sure. But I've seen people... Um, Give me the location. Where did you see this? Yosemite? I don't remember where we were. I think we were in Colorado one time, actually. Who's and we? And we were at the camp. You, Knowlton, and I were at, a cam- at the... It was Jacket for Pants trip. Okay. Okay, look it up. We were at the camp uh, after it rained, and there were people setting up camping areas mm. near us. Okay. And I saw somebody putting one in their, ba- their sleeping bag in their tent. It okay. was open, and I said, why do you have that? I thought. Why do you have them? All right. That annoyed me. Just to clarify, that was 2008. So 13 years ago, you once saw somebody bring a, right. a, a liner and you want people to stop that. Do you see everybody? Do, <laughs> <laughs> do, do I see it every time? No. Do you know that people okay. bring these? People sell them and they do use them for backpacking. I mean, like I want some feedback on this from the fellow adventurers out there. How many? Please. How many of you actually bring liners or have seen somebody bring a liner? I'm curious. I could be way wrong on this, and if so, I give you full credit. I'm just curious what do you do you not think people bring liners on the I trip? think people do when it's when it's colder or wintertime. I'm curious. Summertime <sighs> Would you bring one on okay, would you bring one on a trip? Let's 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 narrow this down a little bit. Would you bring one on a trip that's thirty five degrees or warmer? I mean it all it all depends on kind of, you know, bad there's so many different scenarios and that's what i'm saying why don't you invest i don't ever bring one of these so you're preaching to the choir exactly but i i'm just curious what kind of a problem this really is all i'm saying is you could invest more in a a a better r value sleeping pad and you could invest in a better bag and you don't have to worry about this extra item that's all i'm saying carl speaking of cold weather stuff people are you know they're very careful what they bring with clothing yep and so they have a fleece, yep. you know, kind of just to, to wear around maybe when they get to camp or when it's a cl- yep. little cooler at night. A down jacket for when it's like straight up nighttime. Maybe they wear it to bed. Maybe they wear it in the morning yep. when they get out of the tent. And then in case it rains, they have a rain jacket or right. a poncho. Okay. So, that, so there's three items. That's overkill. I say bring one or two of these. And if you're in a warmer weather 
you know, like the Sierras, for example, I can usually get away with just one of those. I'll just bring the rain right. jacket, and that typically is sufficient. If it's if it's going to be a cooler weather, then maybe bring the fleece or the down jacket. Don't you don't need to bring both. No of those. fleece, no down jacket. Yeah, okay. Again, a non a non winter environment. I say you can get away with one or two. Do you agree? Uh, non winter environment. Yes, I think you can get away with one. With one, um, okay. Do I bring what? Well, I think I okay. get away with one. Yeah. Um, I I bring the fleece. Not not the okay, rain wait. jacket. Well. well no, okay, well, <laughs> no, I haven't brought the rain jacket and I paid for it. If we're, we're talking, wait, let me just clarify. We're talking, you have either the rain jacket, the, um, like the puffy, you know, what is it? The down. I, the down, thank you. And yeah. then you have the fleece, right? So right. You're, you're saying in a warm environment, you don't. So in the summertime, yeah. I bring one or two. Like Sierra's, I bring the, Sierra's, I bring one. If I'm in the Rockies, I probably bring two of those. Yeah, I'm not bringing all three. Uh, unless it's going to be really, really cold, I would say I'm bringing. I'm always bringing the fleece. I love that at night at the campfire, and I even sleep in that, so that's that's always good. And then it's nice to have the rain jacket. Uh, and I even had a great rain jacket, but it was too bulky and mm-hmm. thick, and so I got a lighter weight, waterproof, great jacket, actually from Costco, and I actually like it a lot, which was mm. surprising. Um, I thought, okay. you know, I'll get it if it doesn't work, then I'll just take it back. So, yeah, that, that actually worked out. So, um. The down. You're you're really big on the returns. Do you ever go to Costco and you time. get something and you say, "I actually kind of like this, but I just want to bring it back anyway." Mm, no, that doesn't happen. Okay. But I feel like you just like to return stuff there. I do when I need to. Uh, do you ever buy an extra item just to return it the next time you go? You're like, I I don't I'm not gonna even use this. I'm just gonna buy it so I can return it. No, I'm not gonna. No, I'm not gonna do that. <laughs> you might do that. I'm not gonna do that. Uh, but to answer your question, I think I've only really. I think I've only brought th- all three. I want to say once. And I where where mm. do we? I'm trying to remember where we went. And I had I was so glad I had it. We oh no no I'm sorry Mexico? no 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 we went to um the Patreon trip. I had all three. Okay. Um. Yeah, that was cold. That was that that wasn't summertime though. Yeah, that was like what was that like twenty seven? We were in the twenties. That was. Yeah, that was springtime. It was snowing. Cold, a cold mid spring day for sure. So. Right. Okay. You mentioned you like the fleece. Do you have a fleece jacket, or is it more of like a fleece robe that you wear? Robe? What yeah. do you mean by robe? Like, is it going to my calves? Well, you got the slippers. You got the pajama pants. Are you wearing? Is that what? What are you getting at? What are you, what are you getting? At? Are you, you asking? If if you're not wearing the robe, that's probably next your next step, right? All I'm missing is a lazy boy. Okay. My <laughs> my next item was uh, dish soap or wilderness wash. Uh, okay. For your bowls and your plates, so like the Doctor Bronner's things. kind of soap or the Camp Suds, like that. Doctor Bronner's, all that stuff, the liquid soap that's concentrated. Mm. You can probably make it last for I don't know, probably a month if you wanted to. Um, I I don't know. We have we ever used this on any trip we've ever been on? Uh, yes, I brought it once, mm. and I was like, this is a waste. This is a total waste. Because I mean. We'd eat food, and let's say you're going to make oatmeal or you're going to make, I don't know, cereal or something. I don't know. Can you? So what I did instead was I brought, rather than bringing all this soap, was I just brought like a little tiny uh, squeeze bottle, and I would squeeze a strong stream of, of filtered water into that and then just kind of wash it mm-hmm. out with my hand into the into the fire pit um, or into the trash bag or something like that because okay. it's like, I just feel, and I, and I guess, and we've talked about this a little bit too. Like, if I'm bringing all this soapy stuff, I know it's biodegradable. I know it's like not gonna. I just feel like putting 
anything of that nature back into the environment when I don't really, if I can avoid it, I, don't, I just feel like it's not a good idea. That's just me though. Okay. So, so I think you're coming across as like you are very environmentally friendly. Oh, yeah. Leave no trace oh. guy. Are you leave no trace guy oh, right now? Right now I am. Right now I am. In this okay. in this moment. Because the scenario you just described, I don't I don't think has ever happened where you were scraping I didn't say scraping. The, whatever. The, I use my I had the I got the rubber bowl. I got the rubber bowl so I can use my hand. The squeeze you, you mentioned shooting water at yes. it to, to kind of rinse yes. it out. And you're pouring the we'll call it the gray water into a trash bag. The gray water? Said. Is that what you're talking about? Yeah, it's like the, the, the gunky water. I have filtered water, no, in this bottle already. No, no, I'm with you. Yeah, I'm with and, you. Then I, and then you're squirting it into the dirty bowl, and then you're pouring... Or I'll dump it on the fire. And The fire makes sense. I'm 100% with you in the fire, yeah. but you mentioned the trash bag. I don't think you've ever done that before. I have done that once, and that was a waste of time. So normally... It's not I'll a waste of time, it's a waste fire. of weight, because you're carrying the water now, and that's extra weight. No, 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 you can, you can drain the water out, but you keep the food in. Drain the water out of the trash bag? Yeah, it was just too much of a hassle, so I just I started okay. going over to the fireplace. It's just way easier. Just just to clarify, so now you have the dirty water going into the trash bag, then you're gonna drain the d- same dirty water out of the trash bag. Like you said, I only did it once, and I only <laughs> did it once. Uh, it was a waste. Did, do you feel like the trash in the bag filtered out the other trash? <laughs> well, I, okay, I did it because la- laugh away. I don't care, laugh away. This doesn't make any sense. <laughs> Here's what I did, because you have a small... This is like, when you don't understand things, you have to explain them again to Carl. I clearly don't understand. Okay. Yeah, this makes well, a okay, lot of sense. When I had right. the bag, I... When I had the bag, I put my bowl with oatmeal over the bag. I didn't yeah. think about the fireplace the first time, because I was I was a okay. newbie. I didn't think about it. I squirt the water in there. I wash it around, and then I, I dump it in the bag. But then I mm-hmm. had the bag tied up, and then you just tip it over and you would just squeeze out the water would just seep out or leak out of the bag so then i'm like oh the oatmeal's in there but the water's out now afterwards i'm like that was totally ridiculous why would i ever do that (laughs) so then i would squirt the bottle of water into the actual bowl rub it around with my hand put it in the fireplace call it a day it was it was okay so it was a lot easier solution don't eat oatmeal solution i don't eat oatmeal anymore we've 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 talked about that so um, well, and this good, and so I like, I, yeah, I'm with you on not bringing the camps. I feel like that that people that are extra clean, I, you can probably make the case for this, but I feel like they're excessive. We, I brought them on a through hike where I was definitely wanting to make sure because we we didn't just eat out of the you know the freeze dried food bags. We we cooked food in our cooking pot. Okay. I don't even know if they sell them anymore. They're the Lipton pasta meals. You see at the store, they used to sell them for like a dollar, mm. and so it was really cost effective, and they were actually right. relatively filling. But they all kind of end up tasting the same after a while. Yeah. And so I can't eat one for the rest of my life. I'm just, yeah, they kind of gross me out well, at this point. But you had to, yeah. similar to the oatmeal, you had to clean it out. And so I'd rather just rinse it out right. than, you know, use the camp suds. Well, that, and that was the thing. Like, it, I was going to say, you could maybe get away with dish soap if you're going on a longer trail and you're, and you're doing more of that no, stuff. No, I still say no. I say no all the way around. Okay. But I'm agreeing, I'm agreeing with that. I, I think you can because still get away you with can, that. Because you can do the full, the deep cleaning, if you want to even call it that. When you hit your your rest stops or you you know get to right. a hotel room or or you know whatever so right. Right. Uh, I I'm gonna give you a thumbs up on your item mm. and I'm gonna give you a thumbs down on your story about pouring water into a trash bag. So, Nobody cares. It's still amazing. Okay, what's your okay. next one? What do you got? What's your third one? I'm gonna go with the perhaps the most controversial item I could possibly bring up on the podcast for this one. Okay. Okay, but Please. I you've seen this on the trip. Yeah, I've seen this multiple times on the trip. And this is a this is my number one useless item for most backpackers mm. out there, and that is the gun. A gun. I thought yeah. you were gonna say a dinosaur costume. 
but no gun. Oh no, that that's no, that was that was entertainment. The gun yeah. though mm. is uh, I don't want to debate. You know the gun laws of the United States, and you're really wait, wait. You're really trying to stir the pot. I like, you know, I like that. I don't think a ton of backpackers bring them, but there's definitely a contingent that think if they're going in bear country, whether it's grizzly or black bear country, that they need a gun. And we've had a ranger straight up tell us mm. that the gun that was brought on a trip of ours would not do anything. Like the black, there the grizzly would still get to the person and kill them. So we're talking like a nine millimeter, whatever, right? I don't know my guns very well. Okay. So again, well, not debating I, gun rights or gun laws or the Second Amendment or anything like that. I'm just saying that for most backpacking trips, 99% of backpacking trips, probably 99.999%, a gun is about five to seven pounds of useless weight that you will not use. Can you describe a scenario in all of the years you've gone backpacking where I wish I had a gun? Mm, I don't know about you. Well, I don't know. When you uh, were messing with a moose, was that? No, not even then. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know. You know, I uh, you weren't even on that trip. Uh, it doesn't matter. It's still, <laughs> still going to be talked about. Um, did you? So I know we had a gun, but what about? I don't even know. If this is a good no, because there's 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 better ways to make noise. I was going to say noise purposes to scare it away, but there's there's so many other ways to make noise, right? So, um, yeah. What what about? Did he say like yeah, the pepper or the bear spray is better than the gun, or did he did he clarify that or no? The oh. Are you assuming the Rangers a he? Because you were part of that conversation, and it was a it was a female. Oh, yeah. you're talking about Ranger Annie. Um, Not talking about Ranger Annie. This is English oh, National Park. It was the first Ranger we came across, which was like a mile down the trail. Oh, oh, oh! Right, 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 right. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. She's she very was, friendly, she, yeah, she, and yeah. she, she knew her stuff. Yeah, she saw the gun, and she was like, "Yeah, yeah, you don't need that." Um, no. Yeah, no, we didn't. I don't think we really needed. Talk that. about I a mean, confident Ranger. One guy had a gun on that trip. Another guy had a sword, and she's like, "Hey, guys." Yeah, she was no, <laughs> she knew her stuff. Though, I'll give her that. Um, but and especially like we have always talked about, like if you know you're gonna go in, a, in an area with bears, then you know what's the rule? Like four or more, stay four in a group, three in a group, and just you know the the noise alone and the loudness will probably keep them away anyway. Like which it is what yeah. is recommended. So yeah, so um, I'll share it too. Yeah. Uh, we had a guy. If if you watch our latest backpacking video, we one of the guys we went with really struggled on the trip. He had a really hard time. We had mm-hmm. a one long day, and he actually fell so far behind. I didn't even realize he fell so far behind, but he actually got lost for a little bit because the trail became obscure, and he had to kind of follow the rock mm-hmm. cairns and such. Right. And so he actually got he got a little panicky. Prior mm-hmm. to the trip, I told him, you're going to want to keep your pack weight under 30 pounds because I knew this day was going to be challenging for him. And he right. said, yeah, I don't care. Um, he chose some gear options that added weight. And then in addition to those gear options added weight, he chose to carry a five to seven pound gun with him. Yikes. And so his pack weight ended Yikes. up being 37 pounds. And he would probably tell you that it was worth carrying, even though no grizzlies have been seen anywhere near that area. Maybe, I don't, maybe ever. Like I know that there's grizzlies in the Wind River Range, but anyway, so he, yeah, it caused him to struggle. Yeah. There you go, straight up. Yeah. Um, I, I, I don't. So, what do you think? I mean, you, you're you're kind of asking questions, but you're but what do you, do you agree with this or disagree? No, I agree with you. I I think that um, okay. especially like you're saying, if you know you're going to a place that you have never seen bears, or it's it's like reported that there's been no bear incidents ever. I just think there's so right. many much easier, lighter weight, uh, cheaper, uh, easier ways to deter animals like that, and and like we've experienced, yeah. like you know, we had a. That one year we had a black bear run right in front of me in the, on the trail, you know, and they're they're yeah. skittish, you know. But um, if you know you're going with grizzlies and you're going to be surrounded by grizzlies somewhere, 
There was what was that? Surrounded. By there was like that grizzly bear lake and glacier. <laughs> What's that lake and glacier? There's like all the grizzlies go or whatever. I don't know. We didn't go there, did we? Maybe that's the only time. I mean, maybe that. Then you bring a gun, but okay. I don't know. Like anywhere, like I don't. I don't. That's what I'm saying. I'm not saying that this is 100 percent. Because if I'm going to Alaska, I was just listening to mm-hmm. a guy Roman Dial, who's like a legend in Alaska talk about how he hiked remotely and how he he didn't bring a gun he brought bear spray and he ended up using most of his bear spray early in the trip ended up seeing i don't know like 10 more grizzly bears on the trip and Jeez. but they yeah they didn't have an issue i mean i don't i don't know the full story but they survived okay. so no attacks wow anyway all right that uh what's your last all one right. my last one is something i've seen people wearing on the trail in the summer carl okay. um i don't remember what trip i know it was in yosemite though um, and I almost wanted to push them over the falls when I saw them wearing these. Oh I gosh. was watching them wear jeans. Mm. Jeans on the trail. Mm. I don't understand the mentality behind you. Jeans, um, okay, hot, mm-hmm. uh, bulky, super mm-hmm. bulky. Uh, if they get wet, they take forever to dry, if they even dry for the rest of your two to three day, four day trip. Right. And uh, no, they're not drying. F- they get wet, they're not drying. They're not dry, yeah. and it's just a big old fat waist. It's yeah. a big old fat waist. There's so many better clothes for activewear and backpacking that are affordable at REI, online, whatever, that are just way better than jeans. Yeah. I think you're just doing the bare minimum, and you're like, I don't care about me if you're wearing jeans. I think you've given up before you even started. So, I think uh, all experienced backpackers are not bringing jeans, and I would say this is kind I would of a- hope. I would say this is a kind of a captain obvious answer here, but on that same trip last this last summer, we saw what I would call the jeans family where mom and dad yeah. were on the trip. They had four or five kids. They were all wearing yep. jeans. It was warm Walk outside. The the, they they kind of had all the items we're talking about, really. They had, you know, carabiners strapped to their backpacks with, with Nalgene oh. bottles. They ha- they just had everything. And so I felt oh. I took a picture of uh, one of the, wow. the high school kids from like – I don't know. I, th- I took a, a stealth picture just kind of from a distance, and maybe I'll put that as our promo for this episode. How, how long could you hike with a group like that if you were with a group like that? Somehow you got roped in. Oh, how let's long, be, are, let's are be you... honest, Derek. At some point, we're going to put some sort of challenge out there to each other where one of us is going to have to wear jeans on a trip. Let's be honest. <laughs> no, I'm never wearing <laughs> jeans. I'm never wearing <laughs> jeans. Forget it. Let's be well, then you better oh, fulfill whatever challenges are on you your way. So, I'm not, I'm not yeah. doing that. Um, what about uh, the guy we saw on the trail with the full leather jacket? Remember that? Yeah, but that's like a one-off, right? That's not a common. That was kind of an isolated yeah. incident. But, People bring some uh, silly things early on, and yeah, that that was that's true. That was also in Glacier. So our group included. My yeah. my last one is uh, I'm gonna call this the pack leash. You know, you want to sit leash. Yeah, you want to sit by the edge of a cliff. You want to sit by the edge of a river. You don't want your pack to fall off the cliff or to go down the river. You you leash it to to a tree nearby. I don't think you need that. No. For those of you that listen to season four, you get that reference. Mm Mm-hmm. You do. Okay. Uh, I don't know. Maybe put it on the other side of the trail. (laughs) Just, just, just the thought. Just the thought. Yeah. So I'm I'm kind of curious, semi excited to hear what Grandma has to say about useless mm. gear for the trail here. So we're yeah. gonna hear from Derek's grandma right after this. Hunting boots are a critical component of any successful hunt. Whether walking a short distance to your blind or trudging miles through rugged terrain, your feet are carrying the load. Without the right boots, you could give up early and lose out on that trophy just over the ridge. At Midway USA. 
We make selecting boots for your next hunt easier. With just a few clicks of a mouse, you can decide on what's important, like waterproofing, insulation, size, width, and savings. For just about everything for shooting, hunting, and the outdoors, check out MidwayUSA.com. Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. Knives, machetes, saws, and shears, multi-tools, shovels, swords, axes, spears, hatchets, and tomahawks. If it cuts, snips, slices, or chops, Midway USA has it. Find great gift ideas in our huge selection of pocket knives and other everyday carry folding knives. Make a statement or create a family legacy with one of our top-of-the-line hunting knives. We've got a great selection of manual and electric sharpeners, too. For just about everything for the outdoors, check out MidwayUSA.com. All right, uh, we are back. My grandma, uh, I believe, is joining us. Grandma? Grandma, are you Grandma, are you there? Hello? Hello? Boys? Yes. Derek? We, Ka- we can hear you. Who is that? Oh, is that Carol? <laughs> Carol, how are you? You look like a, you sound so healthy. Are you eating your vegetables? Is it okay if I call you Grandma? You can call me Carl, by the way. Oh, you call me Suzanne, Carol. You whatever you. Okay, that's so fine. Grandma Suzanne. Uh, Carl, how are your shoulders doing? I wanted to ask you. Are your shoulders still hurting? My shoulders are doing fine. Derek says that you're you're experiencing the outdoors, so we had a question for you about what you might have seen on hiking or backpacking trips that are uh, items that are useless. Do you have any thoughts on that? Oh, back in my day, Carl, we would just hike in our flippers, our zoris as we call them. That's uh, Japanese for flip flops, and then we would have we would take our inner tubes with us, Carl. So I saw inner tube after inner tube everywhere, and it was just a joy to watch people floating down the river and hiking on the trail with their inner tubes, Carl. So you see, I mean... Grandma, 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 wait, 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 wait. So you saw people with inner tubes. Do you still think, like, I mean, I I don't really know. I don't really think of a scene people wearing inner tubes in today's, you know, backpacking. Oh, Dewey, you don't know what you're talking about. I mean, we would see all kinds of things. I'm sure people bring inner tubes and they bring their earplugs and they bring their swim trunks and their, their, you know, all that kind of stuff. And that's that's okay. Uh, They don't have all the fancy doodads you kids have nowadays. You know, they don't have all the shoulder helpers and all that other stuff. The wool underwear and the wool, wool beanie cap or whatever those are. Did you call him Dewey? Is that his name? Oh, Carol. We've called him Dewey since he's been four years old. He's just a little doodlebug. Little Dewey, little doodlebug. And he's just a little love bug. I just would pinch his cheeks all the time. Grandma, Grandma, we're not, we're not, we're not talking about me. Uh, I love you, but we're not talking about doodles. So wait, Grandma, Grandma, one more quick question. Um, I was talking about jeans. Are jeans something like you guys used to wear? Because I know you backpacked or hiked. Is that something you guys would actually wear on the trail? Would you wear jeans on the trail? You should have seen your grandma in the Jordash jeans, my boy. I was something to behold back in the day. But no, you know, it was hot. It was cumbersome. But we didn't have all these fancy, you know, uh, 
Columbiana clothes and all these other, you know, uh, Edward Bowers and all these other things and the, the South Face and all that garbage. You know, we had Jordash and we had the Levi's and that's what we did. You know, so we survived. You guys are just a little softer, I think. Woo, Grandma. Grandma's colorful. Okay, I, I, think, I think we lost her there. I think we lost her. Edward Edward Bauer is my favorite. Edward, Edward ba- yeah, she she gets yeah. a little confused with the. Yeah, uh, that's okay. We'll, I'll, I'll tell her about it. It's cool. We'll have her on when we talk about you know famous backpacking brands next time. We'll see what yeah. she comes up with. So, that's all good. That's uh, good. Yeah, yeah, Grandma. Okay, Grams. she. I didn't think she knew her stuff, but it sounds like she has quite the experience. Oh, Grams, she got out there on the trail. She's got some family okay. photos and stuff, so all it's, right. it's well, been good. Yeah, maybe she'll make another uh, guest appearance on the show. We'll see. We will see. All so. right. I've got useless trivia. You ready? Yeah, let's do it. Useless trivia. Okay, so remember what's on the line here. We talked about, you know, you win, you have the fewest losses for the season, and I have to carry your ice cream. And, ice uh, cream. And we just got the canteens for it, I believe. Right? Yeah, I yeah. Just... Clean Canteen sent us more. They, they got wind of us doing this kind of ice cream challenge. And Beautiful. so rather than like the water bottles, they sent us kind of like, you know, the food-based clean canteens. I think the one that I would be willing to bring can fit more than a Ben and Jerry's amount of ice cream. Yeah, it was a more it was, than that. It was large. So I'm gonna yeah, make sure to fill, I'm gonna make sure to fill that puppy up. It said know? 45 hours on you know how long it can keep stuff cold. So I think that could Plenty. definitely reach day two for sure. Plenty. But um, yeah. yeah, and then of course if I you know have the fewer losses, then you've got to be pirate guy for a couple miles. Pirate guy for a couple miles. Yeah. I think if I do when I do win the ice cream, I'm gonna wait till about hour 40, and then I'll, okay. I'll break it test out. it out. So. All right. You have the timer going. Yeah. Fair enough. Yeah. All right. So neither of us lost so far, but uh, well, we keep a track. This is where you're going to make the questions completely ridiculous, so I missed them though. So here we go. When you say that, do you think our fellow adventurers out there believe that? They think it's me that's going to be ridiculous about questions and answers versus you. Do you think they believe that? I think they think <laughs> mine will be more fun. I think they're going to okay. be like, yours, yours are ridiculous in the sense of like, no matter what answer I pick, you're just going to be like, no, no, no. That was wrong, and you, so it's it's really you think, you think that I would say that you have a history of doing that. You have a history of that. <laughs> oh, just remember, your answer remember. is word for word correct, but I'm still I just can't count it. Just can't count that. <laughs> season three, season four. Um, just remember, uh, it goes both ways. Two complex okay. game. So here we go. I am a man of integrity and fairness. We'll find out. Number one, name two common items you pull out of your pack at the end of the trip that haven't mm. been used. And when I, I say I you, I mean you do. My pack. I, yeah. I don't know what you're thinking of, but I guess okay. so this is where I mean. Like I know I could pull two things out, like buck knife. I, I okay. often don't use my buck knife. And we say, so buck knife, you've brought that on multiple trips and you pulled it out at the end of the trip. You didn't use it the entire trip. I didn't use the entire trip. Okay, that's Correct. a common item. That's one. Is that Was that on your list? No, but... <laughs> I, I have, this, is a, this is an easy one. This is a softball for you. Yeah. Okay. okay uh, I'm thinking of other items in my bag. I would say, well, I don't know if you count food. I mean, there's been food yeah. that I didn't use. Yeah. That's like the number one item right there. Extra food. Yeah. Extra food. food. So other common items would be like your emergency beacon if you're not using it to track or communicate while you're gone. Uh, first aid kit is a common one if you've had a pretty clean trip. And yeah. then um, for folks that go with us, the map. or or oftentimes there's probably people that bring extra clothes that they don't even use yeah yeah extra clothes that's we kind of address that one but one for one all right number two rank the following useless pieces of advice 
from most useless to actually semi-helpful. Mm. Okay? Mm-hmm. Pieces of advice or kind of information we get on the trail or near the trail. You ready? So useless to helpful. Yeah. So okay. so most useless to like, I'm not going to say helpful. I'm going to say semi-helpful. Mm. All right. Uh, trail intel that we get from the ranger station, from the mm. actual rangers. Mm. A fellow hiker telling you it's all downhill from here. Oh, gosh. A fellow hiker telling you they saw a snake or a bear or even a Sasquatch a couple miles back. Wow. Um, wow. This is like, <laughs> to pick, take your pick. Is there, is yeah. there any wrong order? Um, okay. I guess if I is have to be. Is there any wrong order? I like that question. <laughs> um, I guess I would say, um, the, what was it? The second one was, uh, what was the second one? It was about the, the, the guy. It's all down. Yeah. It's all down. Yeah. Um, I hate that. I'm going to just put that as the most useless thing because I think it's okay. so much hated. Um, <laughs> Wait, why do you hate it? You got to explain yourself. Here. Because there's so many times where it's not true. There's just so many times it's not true. Or they're okay. just trying to be like, I'm Mr. Positive and we just came from an easy, it's all downhill from here. Have a good trip. Yeah. It's never true. So uh, I would say that's number one. Number two, <laughs> even though I don't believe in Sasquatch, uh, and you're going to tell me there's a... Let's go with snake and the bear thing. Snake and the bear, Sasquatch. number two. I'd say that's number two. Maybe okay. there are some animals ahead. And then number okay. three, I guess, would be the ranger stuff. Mm. Although we've gotten bad intel from rangers, so I guess that would be semi-helpful. Like when they told mm-hmm. us one of the passes was snowed through, and we got there, and there was like no snow. Yeah. So, yeah, I guess that would be... I Yeah, I, I my list is different. I'm going to say no on this one. I'm going to say incorrect. No. Has, yeah. This is what I mean. This is exactly what I mean. There's no <laughs> wrong answer here, but you're right. creating it to be wrong. This is incorrect. This is correct. Well, okay, let's let's break it down. So if we're talking about advice that's, you know, like straight up lies, right, versus there's some truth involved with the information. When somebody says it's all downhill from here, you and I both know that is not true, right? Right. But is it mostly downhill? It's probably mostly downhill, right? See, this is a subjective answer that should have no yeah. wrong answer, and you're creating a wrong I'm answer. I'm trying to explain. Um, we both have had straight-up lies from the ranger station where, where nothing that was said was true. It was entirely false. Like, 0% was true. But you're going to lean more towards that... I don't know. And you know me, so so based on, based on what you know of me, you should rank the ranger thing number one, so... Uh, the fellow hiker telling you there's a snake or a bear nearby. Chances are, if they, if they saw it like a mile or two before, it's not mm-hmm. going to be still on the trail. But it was at one point. So I'd probably go mm-hmm. ranger, snake and bear hiker, downhill this hiker. Is, this, this is completely absurd. This is a total subjective answer. There's yeah. no wrong answer here. And okay. I'm going to be penalized for that. So I'm going to give myself credit yeah. for that. Per- correct. Yeah. You're not in charge. So too bad. Correct. Uh, number three. I, I, I knew you were going to do this. You're in charge of trivia next time. You're in charge I just of told you you were going to do this. I just told you you were going to do this before we started. And you just but you have it. a chance to win still. Are you oh, Are you well, the kind of person that things start to go downhill and then you start giving up? Just just answer. The, you just, give up. Just, what's the question? Give me, give me the question. Perseverance not in your vocabulary. Okay. Number three, oh, your Here least favorite backpacking companion was useless yeah. on a trip because... So first you've got to identify who that was and why they were useless. Like... So somebody on any of our trips that have been useless. Yeah. Um, so you can just call it out by trip. Like we had a Yosemite trip where one guy did this kind of a thing. Okay. So we I know had... this, is, this is a, this is not a very well crafted question. I apologize. Okay. No, this is not. Okay. We had a we had a oh gosh was it uh, what was gravel pit was that emigrant? 
Oh my gosh, we're thinking of the same trip. That was not Emma. Was Yosemite. Good, good memory. But go Yosemite. Ahead. Okay, we're talking. We had a Yosemite trip where we had some individuals on the trip that. Gosh, I don't even know how to say it. Sib- siblings were on the trip. Whoa. Okay. Okay. They did not contribute whatsoever on the trip in any fashion. Okay. All right. Yeah. So we're talking oh. about you know whether planning stages, carrying group gear uh conversationally just yeah. filtering water yeah, d- uh, yeah. no 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 camp chores zero they did zero, zero so, camp chores yeah, yeah that's what it looks like to be useless on a backpacking trip that was so, an awful good description trip, yeah. i'm gonna give you a point and despite all mm. your complaining and wallowing i just want you to recognize you question passed. two question two is a little little suspect but does it uh, matter if you passed I'll it take doesn't well I, it does matter because I, I don't want to encourage you to do that kind of a question again so. okay well i can do straight up questions about national parks and we will guarantee a loss right there Oh boy, here we go. Yeah. So you, so, you, you uh, yeah. Okay, I'll do the same thing then. I want to avoid that. <laughs> I, I want to avoid making you look stupid. Hopefully, you want to do the same. I got one tidbit uh, on our Patreon bonus episode this month, or somewhere on Patreon. We're gonna we're gonna re- we're gonna talk about where our our next trip is gonna be that involves anybody who's supporting us. And so, if you want in on that, you have probably not much time at this point to to join Patreon and uh, yeah, just kind of join. Derek and I on the next trip. Hopefully, Derek. I'm not sure for sure if you're going, but trying to. Uh, I'm gonna yeah, try I'm to make to. you go. So yeah, yeah. So that is one of the many things you can find on Patreon. Thanks to all that support us. We appreciate it. Yes. And that, my friend, is all I got. Uh, I'm happy we made it. Thanks for joining us. Thanks for hanging out with us. Uh, check out the Facebook page, Instagram page. Leave us a review on wherever you listen to your Apple, on wherever you listen to your Apple podcast, wherever you listen to your podcast. Leave us a review. Always helps out the channel. It helps it grow. Um, we will see you next time. Uh, if you want to look stupid, just have Carl ask you a few trivia questions, and you're going to feel wow. it. Wow. We'll see you next time. Don't be embarrassed. So, yeah, I, you know, we were talking about useless items. You know, this is what the whole episode's about. And so off off camera, off off mic, uh, Carl's like, you know, can I mention, you know, that I brought that Game Boy that one time, but I didn't bring any batteries. And I was like, Carl, you're Mr. Anti-Tech. You want to bring a, you want to talk about a Game Boy? I'm not going to do it. I'm not going make to you, make you look stupid. You're going to have to do it. And he just, he didn't want to do it. So, you know, sometimes we have those friends that like bring things. They forget what's necessary to keep them working. And, uh... It was just like an extra two to three pounds in his pack, and then he complained the whole time. So guess who carried it for him the last half of the trip? This guy. I'm Will Cooper, and you're listening to HuntStand's Make Your Mark podcast on the Waypoint Podcast Network. Stick around as I bring you more stories and interviews from veteran hunters and industry professionals who inspire us all to be better equipped in the woods and in life. When you go out there and the fish are where you think they are, any one of these casts could be the bite. It's the most exciting fishing that I know right here at Hawks Cave. Oh, that's awesome. Experience the best saltwater fishing the world has to offer. Don't miss Thursdays with Saltwater Experience. Brought to you by Golden Boat Lifts. Every Thursday night from 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern on Waypoint TV. The destination for outdoor entertainment.